Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. This is Monsignor Frank Bugnano, Iowa Catholic Radio Thought of the Week. Pray always, pray always. How do you do that? Well, really, it's uh, <laughs> you do do it. It's amazing how many, how, how many people and I'd have to include myself in that category, I guess, is that uh, I am visiting with the Lord like most of, a lot of the time, not all the time, but whatever things happen, I say, thank you, Lord, or help me, Lord, or whatever. It's just, you know, it's just kind of an ongoing conversation, pray always. And even if we have our heart turned toward the Lord, we don't have to be consciously praying, but offering up our work, whatever we're doing, it's a prayer. It's a gift. Well, you know why, don't you? Because it started off as a gift to us. I couldn't pray if he didn't give me the grace to pray. He's the one who has to initiate the conversation. And I know uh, as a priest, I, I'm, I'm supposed to advocate prayer, of course. <clears throat> but I really believe in it. In fact, one time I was thinking if I ever had to come up with a motto you know, to put on a card or something, I don't know. It would that's what it would be. Pray always. The words of Jesus, I think it's in Luke's gospel, chapter fifteen or something. Jesus says, Pray always. Um now always how, but how do I do that? Well, uh the first first of all, I have to pray at some times. <laughs> okay. Sure, I pray at mass, okay? I pray before meals, all right? Uh, and uh, maybe I'm in a, a, a Bible study. I'm some kind of a, of a support group or whatever. Uh, I, we pray together. Okay. Uh, but how about regular prayer? How about a regular prayer? Well, I, what I mean by regular prayer is how about a time when you're not at Mass, it's not Mass, and it's not going to eat before meals or not in a group, but just you, you and God, just you. Okay? Regular prayer. Now, uh, when I was studying all of this years ago in the in the seminary, and, and they so they call it the, your spiritual exercises, spiritual exercises. What does that mean? You know, it's like physical exercise. Uh, I know personally, and I know others. I, I have a, a physical exercise routine every day because I'm getting older. And I got to keep my body going, but you need it. Uh, you need that. Uh, so. Uh, 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 your doctor, your physical therapist might encourage that, a schedule. So do that. Do that. Yeah. Uh, if you, for physical exercise. But how about daily? Well, here's the deal. Uh, if you go, if you're doing it every day, if you do it for what, 24 days, is that the number? It takes 24 days to create a habit. You do something straight, 24 days, bing, 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 you, you won't even have to think about it. It's just going to be part of your subconscious or whatever. It's a habit. It's called a habit. And so, yeah, how about a habit of prayer? There you go. That's a pretty good idea. Right. How about uh, building it into your routine every day? How about that? I have a friend. He has passed away now. Jim was one of the editors of the Des Moines Register. And Jim would get up a half hour before his wife would in the morning. And he would go into his living room or 
wherever he went, on porch or somewhere, and he'd, he'd pray for 30 minutes. He did it. And that was part of his routine. I know a, a, a woman here in Des Moines, she does uh, Eucharistic adoration every morning at 6 o'clock in the morning. Her, that's when her, their parish begins at adoration, opens the church. Well, now, for her not to do it would, would, would feel funny because it, it's a habit. It's a habit. Uh, so that's what's really important. Build in a habit of conversation, talking with God. Why not? You know, you and I spend more time than that just talking to somebody that we might know or whatever about nothing. I mean, about stuff that doesn't make any difference. Why not with God, for heaven's sakes? Yeah. Now, how much time should I spend doing that? Every day. Every day. Uh, I remember Bishop Topol of Spokane, wonderful bishop, my gosh. In fact, I asked the bishop one time of Spokane, how are you guys doing on his canonization? Uh, anyway, Topol one time said, told me, he said, no, I, people come back to the church. I tell them to pray every day, but I don't ever say pray 20 minutes a day. I don't say that. Why? They'll do it for two days, three days, and then they'll drop it. Other things will come up. I tell them, start with five minutes. I'd rather have you do five minutes a day in quiet, face-to-face with the Lord, however you do that, than to do that for 30 days or two months, then do 20 minutes a day for three days. So start small. Start something, but you got to build in the habit. That's that's the key right there. Uh, and so... Uh, prayer, yeah. Let, let let's uh, let, let's do that. It's it's face to face. It's a loving conversation, as Saint Teresa of Avila said, great doctor of the church. It's a loving conversation with someone that, who I know loves me. I know a fellow one time. He said, I said, how do you? He said, here's how I do it. Uh, I said, really? Tell me all about it. He said, I put a chair. I have a chair there in my living room or wherever I pray, an empty chair that faces me. And I visualize Jesus sitting in that chair. And I start talking to him. And then I'm quiet, and I try to see what maybe in my mind or heart I might hear something myself. So however you do it, yeah, build in the habit. Yeah, because uh, we are. Now, the other thing is uh, we want to make sure (laughs) that um, we don't, let other things get in the way. I'll, I'll, I'm going to talk about that in about a minute here. I want to talk about how th- how things can get into the way. But we do crave solitude, folks. That is the truth. We all crave solitude. Yeah. Uh, reflectiveness in our busy life. Um, so we want to enjoy. We want to talk about that. We'll be right back talking about pray always. I was actually raised in the Catholic Church. I. I um Went to grade school uh, through sixth grade, and pretty much about the time I went to high school, um, I stopped attending church and really didn't think much more about it for a number of years. The return to church, the Catholic Church, was somewhat of an evolution. I thought I knew what the Catholic Church believed and taught, but uh, learned very quickly from somebody who knew far more about the Bible than I ever hoped to know. Uh, I learned that the Catholic Church, what it truly taught, and that that's where I needed to be. I'm a recovered alcoholic and drug addict. Without God in my life, I'd probably be dead. God has literally saved my life. I feel like I'm truly on the road to um, 
the fulfillment of, of really all of my desires, uh, which is ultimately to spend eternity in heaven with myself and my family. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for whatever reason, we invite you to take another look. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. Honey, I'm so excited for our kitchen remodel. All right, you love birds, floors, natural hardwood. Okay. Wow, that was quick. Countertops. Definitely natural granite. Check. Woohoo! And that wall. Tear it down. It let in more natural sunlight. Done. Whoa. Speaking of tearing down walls, your family planning. Natural, right? Natural family planning is 99% effective at achieving or delaying pregnancy, and there are no harmful chemicals. So it's better for you and the environment. Tear down the wall. A message from Iowa Catholic Radio. Is the Eucharist really Jesus or merely a symbol? Find out as Catholic convert and apologist Steve Ray presents Defending the Eucharist. You are what you eat. Friday evening, April 8th at Holy Spirit Parish in Creston. Catholic convert and apologist Steve Ray will unpack the biblical and historical basis for this crucial teaching, helping you understand and defend the Blessed Sacrament. That's Friday, April 8th, 6 p.m. at Holy Spirit Parish in Creston. Free will offering accepted. Visit iowacatholicradio.com to register. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Knights of Columbus, Borman, and Pfeiffer agencies serving the Catholic families in Iowa. Knights of Columbus is a fraternal benefit society providing financial security to members and their families, specializing in life insurance, long-term care insurance, disability income insurance, retirement annuities, and you can reach Knights of Columbus field agent Dan Genther at 563-689-6801. That's 563-689-6801. Thank you and God bless. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry. Sarah is an apostolate dedicated to the support of new and existing vocations to the priesthood and consecrated life. Learn more at joinsarah.org, join S-E-R-R-A.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Monsignor Frank Bagnano, we're talking about praying always. It really is important, folks. It really is important. You know, I'm, I'm as, as I'm making this program this morning. Uh, I'll bet you, if you're listening to this program, you're doing it. You're doing it. You wouldn't probably be listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. But I, what I want to do is get you to build it into your life, so you don't just pray once in a while or when you just missed a car that came at you and you just swerved and he missed you or something like that. No, no, you know, so, and maybe you do, maybe you do pray. And if you do stay with it, uh, should you increase it? Yeah, maybe, maybe increase it, but get the habit, the habit, at least put in that five minutes and increase to 10. Okay. But be careful, make sure you do it. Okay. Um, you know, uh, it's so interesting. Uh, there is a a, uh, a wonderful book by Father Ronald Rollhauser, um, and the name of the book is "Prayer Is Our Deepest Longing." I was reading it the other day, and he, you know, he makes a, a wonderful metaphor. Uh, he says, uh, "You know, life <laughs> is like going through a car wash. Yeah, what you do is uh, you you drive up." Uh, you, uh, uh, what you do is, is you uh, drive up to the car wash, you put your foot on the brake, uh, then you take your foot off the brake, 
you turn off the engine. Maybe they want you to keep it on. Uh, you get your hands off the wheel, uh, and you sit there. And the car wash pulls you through. You just it pulls you through. <laughs> and uh, and he said, yeah. I said, isn't that how we are? We're just kind of pulled through the day, pulled through the day. And he makes the good point. He says, well, don't let that happen. Make time to pray. You know, don't just say, well, I don't have time because my days are packed. Well, so are mine. So um, anyway, so we do. And he makes a, a, a many great points. He, he's really a very wonderful spiritual writer. Uh, but he says one of the other blocks that people run into is people are greedy for experience. Oh, I got to see TV. I got to read the paper. I've got to socialize with my friends. I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to miss anybody. I don't want to miss anything. I'm greedy for experience. Be careful about that. You, you don't need all that. You don't. What you need and what I need is a relationship with the one, as St. John Paul II said, God is in charge of history. He's in charge of your history and my history. Yeah, he is. And he loves us. So I turned to him in, in a time of prayer, and I let him talk to me. I thank him. I praise him. And, um, and I ask for stuff. And don't, don't ever be afraid of asking. That's one of the big points that St. Thomas Aquinas makes. He says, if you look at prayer in the scriptures, it's, most of it is petition, asking, Okay, people say, well, God is tired of hearing me asking. No, it's not. Not at all. What does asking do? Asking is an act of humility. I need something from somebody else. Okay. Number two, it's an act of trust. I trust you that you love me. Number three, it's an act of faith. I believe you are my loving God and that you will answer. And, and I believe the words of Jesus. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. There you go. So, yes, get that time of prayer. Um, and we crave it. Uh, we crave solitude. Really, people do. Uh, reflectiveness in our own lives. Uh, it's interesting. Somebody gets caught in a big snowstorm. I used to be out in the country, had a country parish. And and I mean stuck in, in a snowstorm. And they're in their car. And they're stuck in their car. Uh, and they really can't get out. And, they're, and, and so somebody's going to come along and tow them out. And they're there all by themselves, quiet, in their car, snow all around them. Beautiful. But what's that feeling, that wonderful, relaxing feeling? Well, it's a feeling of appreciation, of gratitude, of peacefulness. Wow. We, we need that. We crave that. St. Augustine said that. Remember that? Remember the big sinner? St. <laughs> Augustine, woo, was he a big sinner? He did everything. He was a great philosopher. He had two two different uh, women uh, that he lived with over a period of time, and uh, on and on and on. He wanted to become a high roller, and he was on his way to becoming a high roller. And then, whammo, he, God touches him. He, whammo. And then he, he wrote this in his Confessions, called the Confessions of St. Augustine. You want to read something interesting, read the Confessions of St. Augustine. He wrote that in the, what, third century, and uh, it's been read ever since. Here's what he said. Lord, you have made us 
for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. I'll say that again. Quote, Lord, you have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. So you need solitude. I need solitude. We have to create it because we are being drawn through the car wash of, of, of every day. We're just being sucked right through. So we have to step aside. Yeah. And again, I say, I say start with start with a little five minutes. And we're going to talk about that here. Uh, I want to talk about uh, St. Teresa of Avila. Uh, some we have that the great saints have taught us so much about and they've gone through all this they just didn't you know parachute down out of heaven and say do this do that they walked through it and they had their struggles and that's why they wrote because they knew others were struggling and uh, that they would somebody would benefit from what i've gone through so we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about launching into the deep here so stay with us uh, Monsignor Frank Pignano, Iowa Catholic Radio. Pray always. Iowa Catholic Radio welcomes Scotty McCreary with special guest Ali Colleen. Give myself five Sunday, July 24th at the Iowa Event Center Ballroom. I'm in between. Tickets and information available at CelebrateCountry.org. Sponsored by Ball Team. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by the Society of St. Vincent de Paul. Established in Des Moines in 1924, St. Vincent de Paul assists those living in poverty to become self-sufficient by helping to remove roadblocks on their journey out of poverty. St. Vincent de Paul helps with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner reentry. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. The Society of St. Vincent de Paul, svdpdsm.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Savage Power. At Intervisions Healthcare, we see patients with unplanned pregnancies from ages 12 to 43. An unplanned pregnancy is traumatic at any age. For that reason, we specialize in educating, encouraging, and empowering vulnerable and at-risk mothers facing an unexpected pregnancy with the medical information and services necessary for them to make an informed decision. For more information on the free medical services at Intervisions Healthcare or to support our mission or become a volunteer, visit IVHcare.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Offering insurance for auto, home, life, business, and more. It's your future. Let's protect it. Learn more at CindySchulte.com. Iowa Catholic Radio thanks Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte for her support. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dr. Josiah Fitzsimmons, founder of Vero Neuropathy, 5525 Mill Civic Parkway, Suite 120 in West Des Moines. VeroNeuropathy.com, 515-550-HEAL, 515-550-4325. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. You get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Listen to Iowa Catholic Radio anywhere. Download the Iowa Catholic Radio app.
we are talking about prayer. I hope this is helping you. I'm sure you're, I'm sure you have a prayer life of some type, brother. Probably wouldn't be listening to this in the first place. So I said, you know, it's interesting. Remember uh, that story in the Bible about the uh, when Jesus picks his twelve apostles, right? So what does he do? He goes up. He's walking along the shore, and there's Peter, this guy, and he's cleaning his nets. Uh, they have been fishing all night long, right, and have caught nothing. Whoa, 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 stop, uh, hold it. Wait a minute. What, what are you guys doing fishing all night long? What, what's that all about? Well, uh, the fish uh, can't see the net at nighttime when the net is lowered into the water. Fish don't see it, and they swim into it, right? If you try to fish during the daytime, you cast your nets, they're going to go the other way. They'll see the net. So anyway, so it's daytime, right? Jesus says, okay, Peter, James, John, you guys go out there and go out if launch into the deep. That's what he said. Launch into the deep. In other words, get out there in the middle and throw out those nets. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning. Sun is bright and, bright and shiny. They looked at each other and they said, what? This guy doesn't know anything. But they had faith. There you go. They trusted. Let's go, guys. Get those nets in the boat. Let's go out into the deep. And what happens? They catch so many fish, the boat almost sinks. Yeah. So that's it. So that's it. How do I pray? I launch into the deep. Oh, I've tried that before. That doesn't work. Really? Hmm. Try it. Try it. God is in charge of time over and over in my own life. When I have thought, I don't have, I've got to do this, that. I don't have time to pray. I go to pray and suddenly like, uh, oh, that meeting you're supposed to be at at 10 o'clock, uh, that was canceled. Wow. I remember when I was at the Irish Settlement, when I was pastor out there. I tried to put in an hour of prayer every day. And uh, some, But I was busy. I was working in Des Moines. I had to drive in every day, worked at the Chancery, and, and then I was traveling around. And I remember I would go over to the church, and I would kneel down and pray. i say, Lord, I I got to get going here, but please give me, give me my hour. Back then I prayed an hour a day. Give me an hour of prayer. Amen. Get up and get in my car. Phone rings. Uh, uh, you don't have to come in today. Uh, the bishop is sick, and so uh, we're just canceling. No kidding. Whenever I prayed, Lord, give me time to pray. He hears me, and he answers. Bingo. Where'd that come from? So that's it. So right now you're saying, well, this Monsignor, now he's talking about praying every day. He doesn't know how busy I am. Oh, I don't know how busy you are. I'm, I'm kind of busy myself. You too busy to pray? Okay, I got it. Why don't you say a little prayer? Lord, give me time to pray. Give me my five minutes to pray. Or my ten, whatever you want. Give my, maybe it's ten minutes, I don't know. Give me my time. And then look out, buddy. Because he's, he's, God here is really good. And he's really powerful. So try it. You bet. And and when you're praying, uh, you know, don't don't think that, oh, this five minutes, ten minutes, or 20, 30 minutes with prayer. Or over oh, I go to the church, adoration, I'm there for an hour. That's great. It's all going to be fuzzy, warmy, you know, I'm going to feel real tingly, great, you know. 
it might, yeah, usually for beginners, there's a lot of good warm, warm feelings. You know what I'm saying? We call them consolations. But then as you advance, uh, now it's he's going to get more. You, know, it, you don't feel that much anymore, but you're still there. There you go. That's it. You showed up. That's it. <laughs> you showed up. I remember talking to somebody who in New York City one time, or from New York City. I wasn't there. And uh, he advised young people who are looking for jobs in New York, people from Iowa and Nebraska going to New York City or whatever. And they'd say, well, what do, what do I have to do here? Uh, I, I have a job with an advertising agency. I'm supposed to do this or that. What do I do? He said, I look him in the eye and I say, just show up. Whoa. Just show up. That's a lot. Really, because I have recently talked to some owners and they say my biggest problem, I hire a young person and they're there for four or five days and then they don't show up. So just and the same with prayer. What do I do with prayer? Just show up. Just go. Go. You bet. And if you feel warm fuzzies, great. I feel like I'm I'm talking to a dead telephone. Fine. But you're there. That's the thing that counts. You're there and he's there. That's all that counts. You bet. So, uh, how do I, how do I uh, pray? How do I pray? Well, how do I read? I learn to read by reading. How do I sing? I learn to sing by singing. I don't just read a book on it. I do it. How do I pray? By praying. A loving conversation with one who I know loves me. And I start off with a place I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray here in my living room and over at the church. Um, a place, a posture. I'm going to sit. I might kneel some of the time. Fold my hands maybe. I don't know. A posture, place, a posture, a passage. Oh, yeah, I've got my little book. I always have I have a favorite book I have of, of, of thoughts of St. Francis de Sales. I carry it with me whenever I travel. Uh, prayer, you know, or maybe the Bible. Okay, place, posture, passage of scripture or or a passage from a book a spiritual reading book of some type and then the final p petition don't be afraid to ask don't be afraid to ask so that's it pray always my gosh pray always and i mentioned saint Teresa of avila her three books the the her autobiography the way of perfection and the interior castle these are amazing books saint Teresa of avila St. Francis de Sales. Great stuff. Pray always. Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa. Catholic Radio. Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bignano. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.